Hello, hello, and welcome to True Crime with Mari. Here, we sit down and shed some light on true crime that is never really heard of, or talked about. From past crimes to our recent present, let's go through the facts of each case from backstory to where they are now. A small note and disclaimer before we start. This case deals with heavy topics such as sexual assault, assault, rape, and finally, murder. So please, if you cannot handle such topics or need a break from hearing these things, please do. There will be future episodes that can be more tolerable to stomach. So without further ado, let's get on with the case of Charles Panzram, or Carl Panzram. Carl Panzram was born June 28, 1892, in Grand Forks, Minnesota. His parents are Prussian immigrants. His father is Johann John Panzram. He was born 1843 and passed away in 1926. And his mother, Matilda Baldwin Panzram was born 1851 and passed away in 1923. Carl was the youngest of six kids total that lived on the farm with their parents, or shall I say mother, as Johann Panzram would abandon the family when Carl was young. There isn't much on him until he committed his first misdeed when he was 12 years old, where he had stolen apples, a cake, and a revolver from his neighbor's home. When his parents found out what he had done, they sent him to the Minnesota State Training School. There, he was abused mentally, physically, and sexually. Like others attending the school, Carl was tortured and raped by staff. Out of anger and frustration, Carl Panzram had started a fire and had burned the place down. In 1905, he was released from the school and continued to be neck deep in crime, which was largely burglary and theft. He became an alcoholic and at the age of 14 ran away from home. Carl would spend a couple years hopping trains. During one of his rides, it was said that Carl was gang raped by quote unquote hobos. He would continue on rob with robbing people as well as burning buildings down as he traveled. When he was 16 in 1907, Carl lied about his age and had enlisted in the U.S. Army. However, a year later in 1908, he was convicted of larceny or theft, and for it, he was dishonorably discharged from the military and served two years at Fort Leavenworth's United States Disciplinary Barracks. According to Carl Panzram, quote, I was a pretty rotten egg before I went there, but when I left there, all the good that may have been in me had been kicked and beaten out of me, end quote. Once he was released, he returned to bad habits, traveling around as well as having many aliases and became more violent as the years would pass. He would begin to assault and rape his robbery victims. For multiple occasions, he would be caught and sentenced for it, especially theft. In 1915, he was sentenced to seven years at the Oregon State Penitentiary, once again for theft. It said life there for him was extremely tough. The guards there disliked him and had made his life living hell. It said they would beat him, hang him from rafters, and would place him into a solitary confinement. In Carl's first year there, he had helped a fellow inmate. His name was Otto Hooker, 
escape and in doing so caused him to become an accessory to murder after Otto decided to kill the penitentiary's warden. This was supposedly his first involvement in murder. Carl would then decide for himself to try and escape, but was caught and returned to the prison. And then a year later, in 1918, he escaped. Allegedly, after sawing the bars of his cell, he caught a freight train and traveled east under a new name. In 1920, Carl had stolen enough money when he, for some reason, successfully burglarized former U.S. President William Howard Taft's home. He would buy himself a yacht and name the yacht Akiska. And in that same year, he began to lure American soldiers while in New York onto his yacht where he would rape and kill them with a Colt M1911.45 caliber pistol. That, that gun was stolen from former U.S. President How William Howard Taft. And he would go on to dump the bodies into the Atlantic Ocean. He would claim to have killed 10 men in this way until his yacht, the Akiska, eventually sank. Carl Panzerim would then decide to stow away on a ship and stopped in Luanda, Portuguese Angola, where he claims to have raped and murdered a young boy. I say claimed because it was never confirmed and the boy was never named. A few days later, it's said that he either hired a boat with six rowers or that he was going on a crocodile hunting expedition with six local guides and in the end it said that he shot each of them to death and left them for the crocodiles to eat. Roughly a year later he grew tired of living in Africa and decided to go back to Portugal but it had in the end re decided to return to the US in 1922. In the same year he had raped and killed two young boys in both Salem and New Haven, Massachusetts. Next year, in 1923, he shot a man with a .38 pistol and stole the man he shot. Yeah, he stole his yacht. Now, between 1923 to 1928, he burgled homes between Baltimore and Washington, D.C., Maryland, then in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, he killed two young boys. In 1928, Carl Panzram was arrested for a burglary in Washington, D.C., and during the interrogation, he voluntarily confessed to killing two boys. For it, he was given 25 years of imprisonment. Now, if one thing wasn't obvious, it's that Carl here didn't like being in prison. So being put back into Leavenworth Federal Penitentiary didn't make anything at all peachy keen. He attempted to escape prison but was caught, sent back, and was beaten by guards 
until he was unconscious. A year later, he murdered the laundry foreman by beating him to death with an iron bar. For the death of the man, Carl was was then sentenced to death, which was, for for Carl, a dream come true. And his response to it was, quote, I look forward to a seat in the electric chair or dance at the end of a rope, just like some folks do for their wedding night, end quote. Human rights activists had gotten involved and tried to stop the execution from happening, but was quickly shut down by Carl, and Carl would rage on and say that he could kill them all. While behind bars, he had made friends with a guard named Henry Lesser, who pitied Pan's Ram and would begin slipping him in things such as like a dollar for cigarette, and would eventually start slipping in writing materials and encouraging Carl Panzeram to write an autobiography. And write an autobiography he did. Carl Panzeram would go into great detail about everything essentially. His life, the murders, and at 39 years of age, on September 5th, 1930, he was hanged to death. His last words were, quote, Hurried up, you hoosier bastard. I could kill a dozen men while you're screwing around. End quote. In 1970 was when his autobiography was published by Lesser and would be titled Panzram, A Journal of Murder, and would be dubbed too gruesome for many to stomach. And there you have it, the unfortunate life and death of a very unfortunate man. Now thank you for sitting down with me today and listening to me tell you about this case. Now stay happy, stay healthy, and stay lovely, because I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye!